Welcome to episode 483 of Fly Away. Over the past few years, we've been reminded time and again how much the world relies on travel. From supporting local economies to learning about new cultures, the experience that travel provides helps to make our world smaller and bring us closer together. Here at Outlander Travel, we've been proud to be a small part of bringing that to you through our weekly podcast. My name is Sandy, and this week I'm joined by fellow Outlander Travel agents Donna and Elizabeth. In 2022, 10 years after they launched their fourth ship, Disney Cruise Line finally added a new ship to its fleet. The Disney Wish is the first of Disney's new class of ship, the Triton class. Over Christmas, Elizabeth and her family got to experience this beautiful ship during the most magical time of the year. And she's here with her son, Marcus, tonight to tell us all about it. Hey, Marcus. Hello. So let's get started. So... For the record, I think the most magical time of the year is the Food and Wine Festival at Epcot, but we'll go with Christmas. Yeah, we're, we're kind of a <laughs> Halloween family too, but um, this is fun. <laughs> so how is this one different than the rest of the ships? Uh, it's a little bit bigger. Uh, it's newer. Okay. <laughs> yes. um, there's a few other, they, they've made some pretty significant changes. Um, and some of them are sort of aesthetic and then some of them are just serious changes. They... Um, they have um, spread the adult-only areas out all over the ship. Um, and okay. so there isn't a segregated sort of adult-only area. Now, there is still like the, the adult-only pool, which actually on this ship is kind of hard to get to. It's sort of out of the way um, with the coffee bar and all that over there. But then um, the, the bars that get, turn into over 18 after 8 o'clock, they're sort of all throughout the ship. The Hyperspace Lounge, which is the Star Wars-themed bar, is literally right in the middle of the ship pretty much. Um, one big difference that the internet tells you all about is it only has two banks of elevators instead of three. So if, if there's nothing in the middle, there's just forward and aft um, elevators. It's really not that big of a deal. Um, I even consider myself to be somewhat mobility challenged and I never felt like, dear God, am I ever going to get to the other end of the ship? It's, I mean, it's big, but it's not that. Actually, the longest walk to me is to Arendelle, the restaurant. It's this huge hallway. Um, so um, I think... Is there anything else that's uh, majorly different? A big difference, uh, mostly for like uh, smaller people, is the pools. There's not as many yeah. pools, and hmm. they're not as big. Like the pools, there's maybe a couple jacuzzis and some small like splash pools, but there's no big swimming pool that most uh, really most like in the like. center of the ship, like most ships do. Yeah, I actually th I see it as an advantage because if somebody um, has an accident in one of the pools, there's there's more pools, smaller though. So there's not there's not a big pool, but there's more smaller pools. They've sort of broken them up so they can close one pool and not close all of them. You know what I mean? That yeah, makes a, a lot of sense, especially with a very kid friendly cruise line. Yes. Yeah. What if, what about in the adult section? How's the pool back there? It's um. I, well, did you see it? I'm not supposed to talk about that, but um, <laughs> they, they may or may not have uh, stuck back. There, but, uh, I mean, you're tall, so you can get away with it, right? Yeah, they, they, they don't really pay super. As long as you're not like five years old walking in, yeah, there, yeah, like, spitting when you come up out of the water yeah. and stuff. But yeah. um, it's it's pretty similar to be honest. It's just quieter, so it's it's going to be those smaller kind of circular conversation pools, jacuzzi stuff like that. There's nothing okay. nothing too big there. Yeah. And, and in fact, that's probably the, the one piece of feedback that the internets have given the wish that I might agree with is that the adult only pool area is 
pretty small. Like if you really like to go in the pool, there's not a lot of it. There's plenty of loungers um, along the sides and they're very soft and, and comfy. Uh, but the pools themselves are really quite small. So how long were you on the ship? It was a four night cruise. Okay. So we, we actually got off the ship the day after Christmas. So how was it um, sailing during Christmas? Um, it was a little weird. I think really? talking to most people, they're like, you guys know today's Christmas or like, do you know today's Christmas Eve? <laughs> and you kind of just like, oh, I guess it is. Cause yeah. you, I mean, obviously yeah. like, you lose track of time when you're on a cruise and you know, that doesn't really matter. It's just either day one, day two, day three. It's not, you know, I Christmas feel you. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then when you, uh, when you get off and then you come back home and you're like, Oh, Christmas passed, you know, we got to get ready for new year's and you're back to normal life. It, it was yeah. just a little weird. We, and we've cruised at Christmas before, but I do think it's different depending on the age of your kids. Like Santa was absolutely on board. I don't know how he managed to be on board and do all of his work, but he managed to do it. So um, so when we had smaller kids, we were obviously lining up to, to see Santa and do all that. We didn't do that. And so we we really woke up on Christmas Day and said Merry Christmas and went about our business. Went about our business. Um, so, yeah, I will say there were a lot of people in matching pajamas. I don't know if this is a modern trend or a Disney trend, but, you know, everybody wanted to do, they had a beautiful Christmas tree in the atrium and um, everybody wanted to have their photos taken in front of the Christmas tree in their Christmas pajamas. Um, okay. We didn't. I'm sure that all four members of my family would have totally worn matching pajamas. I right? would have worn them. I might have worn them. I think, I think Marcus and I would have worn them, but nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that though. Cause you know, people. So did they have a pajama funny. party or something then going? No, but people literally wore their pajamas all day on Christmas. Like people came to dinner in their pajamas. Really? How, you didn't get that memo, huh? <laughs> you know what? I wear pajamas all the time. I mean, so. they probably all were meeting up on a Facebook group talking about wearing their pajamas. <laughs> yeah. No, no I, think, I mean, I do think that it's a thing. And honestly, I mean, ever since the Holderness family and their pajama song, I mean, I really do feel like that's a normal thing. So I think people, I, I don't know that people necessarily coordinated. Maybe they did. You know, I don't, I, I don't mean, join those. They Facebook did. Groups. I mean, those pajamas used to sell out at Target like crazy. You well, know? I, know, <laughs> like all this. I know the families coordinated with each other, but whether oh, or not right, people right. all said, we're going to do this on our cruise. Well, I mean, I think because the Disney, like they have the whole picture system and all of that. Yeah. Everyone wanted to take their matching pajama pictures on the ship. Yeah. But I mean, everyone, like everyone, I saw Wednesdays, I saw the pajamas and black t-shirt combo. I saw like all of that everywhere. Like there's yeah. people playing basketball in their bright green Wednesdays. Yeah. And, That's you know, so it's, funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, but it was really kind of festive. It really sort of felt like that. That was the only thing really that made me say, oh, it's Christmas. Like, yeah, because that's not normal. Like that's right. definitely out of the ordinary. Absolutely. Oh, I like it. Yeah, normally you can't wear pajamas in the dining room. No, no. <laughs> and that was even the fancy night. Like Christmas night was the fancy night. Um, and I did, I mean, people did dress up as well, but um, there were people who stayed in those pajamas all day long. So talk about the dining. Do they still do that rotational dining that... We they so do. That, so that's the same. And I think that's good because it's very successful, but they did change the restaurants entirely from the other four ships. Okay. So um, we actually, it just in case anybody wants to know the best order to do dinner in, since you can't choose your order unless you're <laughs> concierge um, is um, Marvel, Marvel Aaron Aaron Del, Del, and then 1923. Um, and so that's actually, we got it as luck would have it. And th this is my opinion. Well, mine and Marcus's opinion, because we even talked about it before. We were like, I hope that we get that order. Um, yeah. 
Marvel is good to do the first night because it's very casual and it is kind of a show, um, but it's not a but it's not a show show where you feel like you have to watch and pay attention to people. Then Arendelle, the second night, is a show show, like a, a true dinner show. And then 1923 is kind of the dressier one. Um, so, yeah, it, it just the it flows to, to do it that way. So um, so we World of Marvel, we actually um, had Spider-Man as our guest. But sometimes it just it's not always the same um, okay. character at the end. I thought it was always Ant-Man because nope. <laughs> the quantum account. Yeah, this, okay. is, this is our second time on the ship. And the first time it was Ant-Man and Wasp. Yes. And our waiter, yeah. our waiter told us she was like, um, yeah, it's like, not oh, you usually Spider-Man, Spider-Man, but sometimes yeah. it switches yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, um, but the, um, that meal is, is, is good. That's the old, that's on the other ships. It's the art of animation or animators palette is what yeah, it's called. Yeah. Sorry. Gotcha. Art of animation hotel animators palette and then um arendelle on the other ships it varies with you know it's tian the the garden restaurant or whatever the caribbean restaurant yeah and that actually i love that and we've been lucky both times to get tables very close to the front um but it's 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 really just it's not a play it's just the music from uh, and they do music from frozen one and two it's supposedly the engagement party for um anna and christoph yeah yeah um and so uh they and uh olaf makes an appearance the reindeer doesn't make an appearance i don't think so no i don't remember (laughs) seeing that and then um and then 1923 is themed after there's a there's two sides to the dining room and you're assigned to one of the other the roy the roy disney or the walt disney side um first time we were in the roy disney side this time we were in walt disney right but they're pretty much identical yeah i think they're like mirrors of each other yeah and they're they're styled after cafe uh circle so that sort of like a restaurant right. that walt disney would have gone to kind of place you know the panels and the, and it has lots of like anim like animation cells and props from animated movies things like, like that a, kind of a nod to hollywood yeah mm-hmm. okay. yeah and really a nod to to walt disney i think did you do any specialty dining i know you didn't have a whole lot of i time. did Ooh. marcus yeah marcus was 17 and a half on this actually Three months shy of 18th yeah. birthday, right? Mm. Well, I had some chicken tenders and a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> Five-star Michelin chef catered. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we went to, so Finley and uh, Chris and I went to Enchante, uh, oh. which is the, that's unique to the Disney Wish. It's it's like Remy, but kind of a step up from Remy. Um, wow. Marcus, was, you yeah. missed out. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I was going to see if they would let him come in because he does look 18. He's very close to 18. But he was like, no, I'm good. I'll just see. So when I was looking at the show notes, I'm like, oh, if you want to hear about um, all the Donald's Cantina and the Smokestack barbecue, oh, all that. Oh, Donald's that's- Cantina was good. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the best tacos I've ever had. I think you had tacos every day, didn't you? I, I had at least four tacos every day. Yeah. That's cruising for you. Bacon yeah, every day. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, he actually, the first time we were on the ship, he didn't get a chance to really eat at those. So no, because we only had three nights. Yeah, and so he sort of set a, set a goal for himself that he was going to um, gorge himself at those restaurants, and, and he did. Well, I wanted to try every single one, but I ended up just getting tacos every day. <laughs> so are these like on the pool deck? Yep, on deck okay. 11. They're right next okay. to, oh, they're on the... Um, I want to say they're on the opposite side of the buffet. Yeah. So basically okay. the buffet, because the buffet is only open for breakfast and lunch, but mm-hmm. the restaurants, I want to say are open for lunch and 
pizza is open until like midnight and i think barbecue is also open pretty late yeah but not all of them are open that late but like you can probably get pizza probably up until midnight if i remember yeah so, which is always nice Okay. It's, it's sort of almost like a food truck rodeo. I mean, they don't call it that, but it's like they're all sort of in a row. Um, so, and you can you can pick which one you want to go to or go in between them all, and they're all complimentary. So, is are like the tacos a good snack between meals kind of thing? Well, they are technically they're technically a whole like lunch, but oh. I mean, I'm snacking on them for meals. I was <laughs> I was hungry on that shit. There was so much. I mean. Food. I bet you can put away a lot of food. Growing <laughs> yeah. teenage boy. Yes, yeah. exactly. I feel like they are they are definitely a good lunch, especially if like you're staying um, on board during like Nassau or Castaway Key. You don't feel like getting to the beach. Definitely, those restaurants are always popular. the The line does build up sometimes during the day, uh, especially on Christmas Day during lunchtime. That that okay. line for tacos was insane. That was our day at sea. Yeah, the day okay. at sea. So usually the day at sea, you wanna you you're gonna have less luck finding those getting in line. But most of the time, the line is pretty short. Tacos are always good. Yeah, he usually had his second lunch or early dinner. <laughs> yeah, so he's yeah, a he's hobbit. Yeah. yeah. Second breakfast. Yeah. I'd like to say he had four meals a day, but I think it was actually more like six. <laughs> and I mean, you gotta, gotta yeah. get your money's worth, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did. So the, you have on here Paulo Steakhouse. That's different. Paulo, right? no, that's well, yes, it is slightly different. They so they've sort of combined the northern Italian uh, Paulo that's on most their other ship, all of their other ships, um, and okay. they've sort of also given it a bit of a steakhouse um, um, menu as well. We didn't eat there. Um, I honestly, for me, Enchante was a priority, and you know, you only four nights is the longest you get to be on this ship. So, if you want to go to all three of the other restaurants for their themes, and then go to, you know, you only have time to pick one specialty restaurant. Yeah. The one thing is, I we got up there, on, we went on Christmas Eve when we we left Marcus on his own Christmas Eve. Marcus <laughs> is such a good, such a good family, but um, <laughs> and we went up there, and I realized that that is the prettiest and best bar. And I forgot about it. The Rose is right outside of that. And so they have really great cocktails. And I did it on the first cruise too. I went the last night and I was like, oh, I didn't even know this was here. And I had a cocktail there and I was like, this is really good. So I totally, yeah, I didn't spend nearly as much time there as I would have liked to have. So talk about some of the other bars. This hyperspace lounge is one that a lot of people were highly anticipating. Did you, do they still sell the drink that gets you the pass to, um, What's the ranch? Um, it, it doesn't. Skywalker ranch. If you want to oh. go to Skywalker Ranch, you're going to need to pay a lot more than five thousand dollars. But um, <laughs> uh, the um, it does that is still on the menu, and nobody that I know of on this cruise ordered it. Um, one nice thing about it, it used to be that you basically either had to wait in line forever for to get in, or you um, had to when 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 the ship first started sailing, you had to reserve it as soon as you got on board. Um, so the first time I sailed, I didn't even, I went in it to look around, um, you know, before it was open, but then during hours that it was open, they had guards at the door and basically bouncers basically to make sure. And you had the, like Oga's, you had the 45 minute wait. And, but just like Oga's, I think over time, the, the novelty has worn off and, um, I was able to walk in, uh, get a table there. I, I know that, you know, certain times I saw people come in and all the tables were full and they went back out again, but then you could just just come back later. I mean, yeah, it they wasn't. Were, they said there was a sign outside the door that said it's like forty-five minutes to table. Or yeah, something. yeah. But it's such a small bar and it's so high demand that they yeah. have to 
keep that straight. So what what happens in there? Oh, sorry, emergency alert. Um, so no, honestly, it was uh, it was very much like the bar that used to be on the Galactic Star Cruiser. Um, there's a um, there's windows that make it that change scenes. So you go through hyperspace and then you're, you know, in Coruscant and then you go through hyperspace again and you're on Tatooine or whatever, or actually I shouldn't say on you're, you're floating in orbit of mm-hmm. um, these various um, places. Um, and you'll see TIE fighters go by or X-wing fighters or whatever. It's, it's, so you have those windows, the whole bar sort of shakes whenever you go into hyperspace, it's just like, like a light rumble. So you've got this effect that you're on a spaceship um, they do a themed drinks, most of which smoke or bubble. But I'll say, like, pretty much every bar, I, I don't know why I'm looking at my son for this. He's like, oh, no, I don't have any drinks. Um, every every bar on this ship had gimmicky drinks with smoke or bubbles or, you know, something like that. Um, but they definitely had them named after, you know, um, Star Wars characters or places or whatever. Um, and uh, they were priced accordingly. Um, I saw one kid get a drink in a porg glass. I was like, Oh, I didn't know that was an option. It wasn't written on the menu. So I don't know if it was a secret menu. Um, but you know, a little, little, there's little animals that look like little penguins or whatever. Chickens or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, so yeah, that, that one is the probably the most gimmicky. I actually really liked keg and compass. It sort of looks like a, viking and a pirate had a baby and they made this bar together um it's like um some like adventure like map like big map drawers and and barrels and um i mean it's called keg and compass they have um they have mead um and they have beer it's it's sort of the pub uh, but instead of doing a british a, you know regular british pub they do uh, they did this and i did order a guinness there and they they put a little um little design in my foam, you know, the coffee as well. Mm -hmm. So um, they did trivia in there quite a bit. And they always had sports on. Like when you're coming, when you're cruising and during football season, there's always games on. You can find them everywhere. The, even the deck 11, like the uh, main pool deck, they had the Eagles game on and they had, um, I know Keg and Compass had like Dolphins game on. It was, it was so, I mean, as a sports fan, at least it's a, it was nice to be able to watch. My first Disney cruise, I got to watch the Super Bowl on board. Yeah, we actually did on the um, our first Star, our Star Wars Day at Sea cruise that we did several years ago was when the Carolina Panthers were in the Super Bowl. Lost to the Broncos. They lost. Yeah, <laughs> so we got to watch that in, on a big, huge television on Funnel Vision. So yeah, I just remember there, um, like we didn't get the commercials, you know, because of the satellite yeah. link. Yeah, because yeah. the satellite. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was nice. Actually, the, it was a shame because the big game, there were a lot of Eagles fans on board and um, it, it rained. <laughs> so, yeah, so it wasn't fun to watch it outside. But um, yeah, so I think the the Rose is the one that's outside of the, um, the, the specialty restaurants. Nightingales is named after the Sing Sweet Nightingale song from Cinderella. So it's the oh. piano bar. So the oh. piano player goes in there and, um, and performs. Um, but they also, they have a bubble themed menu where they have, uh, ice bubbles, smoke bubbles and air bubbles. And the ice bubbles are literally part of your drink is in a round, um, cube of ice that you can smash with a hammer and the drink comes out. It's kind of cool. A little gimmick there. And then the smoke bubbles are those smoke guns where they blow the big bubbles on top of the cocktails and then they smoke. And then the air bubbles are champagne cocktails. So they had that 
sort of theme running through. Um, and then um, the bayou is themed after Tiana's. I, it's, it's beautiful. It's right in the center. So it's an open, it's open. You can walk right through it from one side of the ship to the other. Um, but it, um, it has like twinkly lights in the ceiling. So it looks like the bayou, like you're out in the uh, bayou and then they have, and they have um, New Orleans themed drinks. So you could get a Sazerac, you can get things with uh, absinthe in them, you know, that sort of. And they have beignets. And they have beignets. <laughs> My food expert back Are here. they Mickey beignets or are they just regular beignets? No, they're just regular they're beignets, yeah. Yeah. And it's right, the bayou is right in between. It's where all the shopping is. It's where most of the bars are. Yeah. And it's where a lot of the, um, I think it's deck three, right? So a lot of the uh, the movie theaters are right there. So it's a good place to yeah. um, stop in. Not movie theater. Walt Disney Theater, where the shows are. Yeah. So it's always okay. a good place to stop in and uh, before the show starts and get a drink or two. Yeah. Do they have a movie theater on this one? They have multiple. They yeah. have, uh, oh. I believe it's two small ones mm-hmm. and one big one, or is it just two small ones? You're right. Well, the, the big one is the Walt Disney Theater. So they will oh, show yeah. sometimes. So they were showing Wish, the, the newest Disney movie. They were showing that on the um, big screen in the big theater. Uh, they showed that a couple of times when there wasn't a show going on. Um, but then the little theaters, they show, they showed it in there as well. And, and they showed yeah, other. And all the other yeah, small Disney yeah. new, new movies. That yeah. And then a couple of Christmas movies as well. Okay. So before we jump into the theater, though, I want to backtrack to the attractions because um, they don't have Aqua Duck. They have Aqua Mouse. So how is that different? It is it is the Aqua Duck, but with um, animation. So okay. it's the water roller coaster. It's not a slide. It's a coaster. So you sit in a raft, either one or two people in the raft. Um, and um, it, it's a, there's a storyline and it's the new Mickey Mouse character. So the, the that line drawn yeah, sort of, yeah, yeah. The, mm-hmm. the kind of crazy um, Tom and Jerry slapstick kind of Mickey Mouse. So, okay. Yeah. Are there so, any, uh, did you write it? Uh, we wrote it last time. It was, um, yeah, we didn't kind of feel the need to write it this time because yeah. I feel like it's, it's not as exciting as the duck, uh, what's, what's it called? Aqua duck. It's yeah. um, it's more kind of, kind of, it kind of similar to um, the one in Hollywood Studios, the Mickey Mouse Grand Adventure Runaway Rail, yeah, yeah, Runaway Railroad, where it's like you kind of float along and watch a story. You go fast for a little bit, but as far as water slides go, I mean, it was it was cool. I think it was definitely it was interesting how they were able to put like all that technology into a water slide, like one that you, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I mean, there's like a little track at the beginning and everything. It's, it's kind of like you're on a roller coaster, but it wasn't. It was like the aqueduct is always probably my favorite just because it's, I mean, you know. Yeah. You can read it over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, it wasn't this one. I wouldn't say that we didn't write it because the lines were long or anything. I think that the lines were what they normally are, but it was December. And so it, mm-hmm. it was, it was chilly. I mean, you know, there were little kids riding it for sure, but little kids <laughs> have that ability to do that. I was, it was too cold for me. So. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What's Uncharted Adventure? Uncharted Adventure. Oh, is that that's that video game, isn't it? The um, oh yeah, I saw a lot of yeah. people playing that. A lot of uh, a lot of kids playing that. Yeah, it's a VR um, game that you play using your phone, and you can go around it. Uh, and honestly, I fully before we got on the ship, I was like, I'm going to try that. And I saw the signs for it, and everything. And I never, 
never once pulled out my phone to play it. So yeah, but you supposedly there's a storyline that runs and then there's a conclusion show where you can finally grant a wish or something or something that happens that's wish related. So, okay. um, but it is, it's a VR It's supposedly really cool, but it, it's a, some sort of virtual reality. You know? Yeah. I, I saw like the, there's always posters near uh, mm-hmm. all the deck signs and then you would like bring your phone up to it and the poster would change and it'll be like all magical stuff. Okay. But I, I've only seen, I've only walked by seeing people do it, but I never, never did anything like it. Yeah. Okay, cool. We have another weather alert. Yeah. <laughs> In the background. yeah it's kind of testy here. Okay. All right, cool. So there's splash zone, hero zone. Is that, is hero zone like another splash zone? Hero zone is on deck 12. That's right next to um, the teens club uh, vibe. It's a, uh, it's like it's just basketball. They have foosball, table tennis, okay, gotcha. uh, air hockey, all, all the. That's where games. they blow up the inflatables too, yep. right? And then yeah. on, I usually the first day, first day like no castaway key day. So while they're docking castaway key, um, they have this big inflatable Incredibles themed obstacle course oh. where you basically have to like jump through a hoop and go by these you know pins, and it's really fun. Uh, I believe it's all ages. You don't have to be a little kid to do it. You can. You could be, you know, a big kid, a big kid and do it. Uh, <laughs> like a grown up. <laughs> I did it last time with some, some friends on the ship. It was, I mean, it was, it was pretty fun. I and I do think they have times where they limit it to little kids so that the little kids aren't being run over by Marcus. Uh, that yeah. would be, yeah. that would be nice. I'm yeah. not run over any little kids. Not on purpose anyway. No. Um, okay. What's Luna? Luna. You wrote these notes, right? No. <laughs> oh, you didn't. <laughs> it is a thing, isn't it? Yeah, I remember it was. Um... <laughs> okay. George, can you cut this out? Do you uh, remember, Donna, what it was? Give me a hint. Uh, no, but I can look it up. I'm looking it up right now. That's the thing. You don't always know what things are called when you're. Um... Oh, you know what that is? That's the that's the nightclub. It's the. Um, it's the two-story nightclub. The, oh, that's know, right. Yeah. Okay, Luna. Did, did now you do karaoke I, there? I did not do karaoke. I walked by karaoke. So the thing about Luna is it's um, it's open. So they do have, they have bingo there. They do have 18 plus events there sometimes. But you can't, they can't really restrict people from walking in because it's open on deck three and four. So you can walk in and watch on deck four or you can walk in and participate on the stage on deck three. There's plenty of seats. There's... I know there's a lot of karaoke going on there. You'd always walk by and hear, you know, music bumping and someone singing. Uh, I think they had Italian disco there. They had bingo. I think they have trivia. They have um, other like. Okay. So like yeah. a really heartbeat of the ship kind of place. It is. Yeah, it's kind of like the, the D lounge on the other ships. and okay. But it is open. You know, it's very open. So it has a big screen. Um, kind of an atrium-y or sort it, of? It kind of reminded me of just like uh, a convention center. Like it well, wasn't yeah. like a whole center, but like the main stage of a community. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was. It's it, it's basically a bar, a two story bar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, they had a bar. Did they? Mm-hmm. Oh, what mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You just didn't notice it. <laughs> yeah, I know where the bars are. That's my. You got all the food. I got all the bars. <laughs> so Star Wars Galactic Creature Keepers. Yeah, that's all the Imagineering Lab. That's a Fairy Tale Hall. That's all part of the kids' clubs. Ocean Years. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they have like a, um, and you can go, there are times where it's open to everybody. Um, and I also saw there were times where the teens or the tweens can invade that space so that um, 
So, but there, it's basically the, the kids club on this ship is super cool. Let's just start with the fact that you can slide into it. There's a like oh. one story slide into it. Um, so you can check in on the ground floor or you can check in above and, the, and slide down into it. Um, but um, then, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And also every kids club, twins club and teens club have open houses, which basically for about an hour, an hour and a half, anyone can walk in, anyone can play foosball, anyone can play Xbox or anything, but they will kick you out after that time expires. Uh, okay. It's, just to make sure, because little kids love to come into the teens club for some reason. And I know a lot of adults like to come into the little kids club just because how cool it is. But it, it, it was, if you check your um, Disney uh, Wish, the Disney Cruise Line app, it will let you know when the open houses are. So what do you think of the teen club since we're talking about that? Um, it's, it's small. It's definitely meant for socializing. It's like, it's got a space. If you, if you don't want to talk to people, you don't have to. You can just sit in the corner and play Madden. Be lame. Play. Yeah, you can. <laughs> but they, they always have events going on. We played bingo a lot. There was karaoke going on. There was, uh, there was like a big game at the end of the end of the last day in the crib ship that every single ship has done that I've been on. The Disney Dream did it. The Fantasy I think did it. But it's called Gotcha, uh, where you basically you have to um, try and get other teen teens who are in the teens club like out by like taking a picture with them or. It's like the murder game. Yeah, so it's pretty. But fun. They don't call it that because it's Disney. Yeah, <laughs> it's cool. It's like on the whole ship, and it's a blast. And there's always trivia. There's so much stuff going on all the time. So it's, I think it's probably one of the easiest places in the world to make friends because you really just gotta participate and you'll make friends. It's so I, I thought. Every single time I've been there, it's been it's been a blast. When we were on our Disney cruise as a family, Fox made a lot of friends in the kids club too. But he's that kind of kid too, you know. He was he's very talkative, like you are, so not shy. Well, and I'll say, Mar- after a day, Marcus was like, "This is the lamest kids club ever. Nobody's talking to each other." And at the end of day two, he was like, "I got tired of it." And I just told him that you know he basically started running the kids club. He's like, "All right, guys, you guys are boring. We're gonna go do this." I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> um, and after that, they were thick as thieves. So, yeah. Okay. He's, he's just like his mom. You just need somebody with a little experience to get it going. Yes, right? exactly. <laughs> nice. So he got he got him going. Okay, so talk about the theater shows because some some of their shows are really amazing on their cruises. Yeah. So, and Donna listed something called Fantasia here. That was not. I don't know if that's old news or if that's. Uh, but there was nothing called Fantasia that I recall um so the the first show is seize the adventure and honestly this is my favorite disney show now the low-key disney disney show um the some of the other ones with the effects and everything are amazing i still love beauty and the beast but um but for the the stage shows on disney cruise line seize the adventure it's just um it makes me cry the kids are like are you gonna cry again mom i was like no (laughs) really i totally did um, well, it's just some, it's characters that you don't see as often, although you're seeing them more now. They, they focused on um, some of the non-princess female characters, mm-hmm. Moana, um, Merida, um, also Elsa. Um, and Tiana, they had a whole lot. Tiana, they, Tiana had like, I think the biggest section, but yeah. also Hercules, Hercules made an appearance, you know? So I just feel like they, um, it, was, it was sort of a, it was much more about, 
instead of if you dream it, you can do it. It was if you dream it and you work hard, you can do it. And that's why it makes me cry because I feel like that's the message that always gets left out is that you can't just wait around for things to happen. You have to try, you have to do things outside of your comfort zone. And um, so I really like that show. Um, Crush a little deeper. Yeah, (laughs) yes, uh exactly. Um, Then the little mermaid, um, which the special effects on are really cool for sure. And it is not, well, I still haven't seen the live action, so I don't know if it's like the yeah. live action. But they do change the story from the original yeah. uh, 1980s version. Yeah. They change it a little bit. Yeah. Okay. It's slightly more realistic. <laughs> it can be. Um, okay. Uses some puppets, but um, yeah. And then Aladdin, this is the first time. So we saw Little Mermaid the first time we were on the ship, but it was still in dress rehearsal. Um, so this was our first time seeing it real true run. And then Aladdin was, um, the first time we'd seen it. And that was really good as well. We have seen Aladdin on Broadway. Um, and obviously this is a much shorter version and it isn't the Broadway show. It doesn't have all the same music, but, um, it's a nice mix. Did you you ever see the Aladdin in, um, California adventure? Uh, I can't remember if I did or not. I've, I've seen Aladdin on another ship, though, I think. I think it okay. was. I'm just kind of wondering if we might be seeing yeah. Rogers the Musical <laughs> on oh, a ship. I, I hope so. I hope so. You know, the Disney Treasure is coming out soon. I think. I know. Um, yeah, no, no Rogers the Musical on this one. Um, and the genie is is definitely irreverent and makes, um, the, you know, they, they make fun of Disney movies. They make fun of uh, modern events. So um, they make fun of being on the ship. Um, so definitely, you know, a, a more uh, definitely comedic uh, genie. He's not, he's not bottled up, shall we say. He's allowed to crack some jokes, not adult jokes, but still, you know, Disney doesn't usually like poking um, humor at itself. And, and you, they definitely do. You do know a lot more recently. Yeah. 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 So. Awesome. Yeah. Did you go to the spa? Did you have time for anything like that? I didn't go to the spa. I went to the Barbary and I kind of peeked in the fitness center, but I never went to the spa. Did you get your haircut? I did not get a haircut. I did get a shave though. Um, Did you? Did they do the full towel service? Yeah, the full thing. It was very relaxing. It was very nice. It was a, like, I felt very, very clean, very fresh after. Was it a day at sea when the ship was rocking? (laughs) No, it was. was, um, It was first day. I think it was yeah. cast away. No, no, it was sail away. It was sail away. Ship was not rocking that bad. Not much though, but it was um it was very smooth. It was very clean, I think. They uh they caught him and Chris with the um well, you know, we have openings this afternoon and you know, we don't have openings when you want them, we have them this afternoon. And I'm like, well, if you just stayed and if you just walked away, then they would have found an opening for you when you wanted it, but okay. <laughs> no, they got it the first day. Yeah. It's so, good to yeah, get it the first day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, Finley did go to the spa. He and he got a massage. Um, so and actually he you know, I will say the the spa, they love to sell you stuff. They have great products there and oh, they're yeah. very expensive. Um, but he had um, basically his knuckles were bleeding. His skin was so dry. He works in a restaurant mm-hmm. and um, and he, he had been having trouble with them leading up to the trip and they were actively bleeding as we got on the ship. I mean, he really was, his skin was super dry and he had Aquaphor. He had like all this stuff with him 
he went to the spa and she put something on there and they healed like, I don't know what it was, but it was magic. Um, he's like, mom, I bought this. I know it was expensive. Don't yell at me. I was like, no, dude, that, I don't know what that is, what's in it. But literally, I mean, he went from bleeding to really healed over. So, um, so they had great products and they, they were very kind, uh, to him. And, um, so I feel like that, um, the, the spa is it's lovely i would have liked to have gone into the rainforest room or whatever that they have um but it just timing wise it just didn't make sense for me there was no point where i felt like paying that money i would yeah. have gotten my money's you know worth out of it the day at sea would have been the best day to do it and i knew it was going to be crowded so yeah yeah not worth it Cool. So, but they're but they're lovely and the the salon and the barbery are actually totally separate from the spa i mean they're part of the spa but they're not where the spa is they're sort of in the middle of the ship as well the barbery's on one side and the and tangled is on the other um and, or untangled i guess um and so they so all the hair and nail stuff is all and separate they still have bibbity boppity boutique for the um okay do they yes. have like a pirate one too, though, or is it all just the same? It's the same room. Yeah. It's well, the, same room. the Barbary is pirate themed. Yes. But it's not. They don't. They don't pirate you up. Um, <laughs> did you guys have the fireworks at sea? Yep. There's a huge pirate night. It was all rock and roll themed. It was a. They were playing like classics, like a "Come Sail Away," "Living on a Prayer." Uh, we're not gonna take it. They were playing all those like. Hair band. Classics. Classics. Yeah. Like living on a prayer. <laughs> yeah. Classics, my friend. Classics. Yeah. Thanks. So we just did a, um, a New Year's Eve cruise on a different cruise line and we were by the fantasy and um, we could see their fireworks at midnight, <laughs> which was kind of cool because our ship yeah. didn't have fireworks. So. They sort of were alluding that the weather might not be good enough, but they um, they got out to where they could do it. So it's and it's great. They do um, they they do it to the pirates of the, in the Caribbean music, which is such great music. So, oh, but yeah. that deck party, I like that deck party a lot more than the ones that's on the other ships. That yeah. deck party is always bumping. Although they had to uh, end the party early after, like they they managed to finish the whole fireworks show, but usually they do a party that runs till midnight. Uh, at least that's what they did when I was there the first time. The second time it stopped at 11. Yeah. So I'm not sure if they changed it or if because it did start to rain a little bit. So I'm guessing they uh, they kind of short. But usually yeah. if you are a party person, you can stay up till midnight, have a good party. And then they play Pirates of the Caribbean, the first movie there from midnight till you know, oh. about 30 whenever it ends. Oh, that's yeah. a late night. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing with cruising with these guys. They don't get in until like two o'clock in the morning. So Yeah. 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 So yeah. it has one chance to do that. So, um, yeah, I, uh, overall, I love the wish. I think it's a great ship and, um, I know she's gotten some bad press, but, um, we, we really enjoyed her as long as you don't go in expecting the same ship that, you know, the first four ships are because the, the, you know, the first two are pretty much copies of each other. And then the next two are just bigger versions of those two with some more tech. I do think the, the main issue, I would say the only problem I, I found on the ship that I heard a lot of people complain about is that if you're if you're not doing stuff that they have planned for you to do or if you're not in bed by like around midnight um which i know it's not a lot of people but there are there's definitely people who are still up that mm -hmm. late um there's not a lot of stuff to do the the uh hero zone which is basketball ping pong all that stuff is closed at like 10. so you can't play basketball you can't play ping pong and then most bars close, most of the, uh, the shops close, most of the restaurants close. So there's really not much to do on the ship. 
there's shuffleboard and there's you can walk around the pool deck but I mean, I do think when it gets late or when there's not a lot going on, it's you really can't do much. We had the added um, pleasure of rain through quite a bit of the time. So there were a lot of activities that were moved inside or to others. Well, there was rain. And then there's also with the Christmas tree up and with everybody doing photos in front of the Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. Things like if you've ever been on a Disney ship, they do the Jack Jack baby race where babies like race. You know, yeah. well, normally they do that in the atrium, but they couldn't do it in the atrium because people are taking pictures. So they closed the hero zone, much to the dismay of all the 18 to 20 year olds who are waiting to play basketball up there. Right. You know, it's sort of like people were getting kicked out of the space that they were in for, you know, for things that really could have happened anywhere, you know. Um, and, and I will, I was talking to one 19 year old who was like, I really resent that they closed down the basketball court for some babies who have no idea, you know, like the babies do not care that they're there and, you know, and I want to play basketball. Um, So to be, to be truthful, it's not, it's not a lot to do. Yeah. We played a lot of trivia. We won a lot of trivia, actually. Mm-hmm. We have lots of medals. <laughs> um, and, of course, I like to have a beverage or two. But um, I, I sat and did crochet most of the time. I mean, I just – I read and did crochet. I was totally happy with that. But the yeah. kids were probably a little bit bored, for sure. Yeah, I do think the most fun I had was on Castaway Key. At least the most fun I had where there's – because Castaway Key, there's a lot of stuff to do. I mean, I even was bored. And I was like, you know what? I might as well just rent a bike and go on a trail and – see what I can do. And it was like maybe an hour, hour and a half that I was able to kill biking around like a 5k or whatever they have 5k on that island. Yeah. Yeah. I've done that 5k every time. I love it. That's cool. Alrighty. Anything else before we sign off? Anything you want to make sure we mention? Well, I do want to mention I, when we were talking about the Barbary, I was going to say this and then we got sidetracked. Um, they actually do like beer tastings and rum tastings in the Barbary as well. So they have they actually have some taps in there that they can um, open up. And um, so it's sort of a multi-purpose spot. I was talking to one of the bartenders. He sometimes goes and does that. And then we also had um, uh, I did the old fashioned tasting, which I've not done before. And I actually learned quite a bit and I consider myself fairly well versed in these things, but mm-hmm. they have some really great uh, bourbons on board um, and, uh, and very, very talented bartenders. But my only regret is that I did it at nine 30 on Christmas night, which was the last night on the cruise. So by then I was full <laughs> and I was tired. Um, so I was, I only took sips. I didn't really enjoy my old fashions the way I normally would, but, um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think we covered everything. Okay. Was, well, that sounds awesome. We'll do it again. All right. Well, that is our show for this week. Thanks for hanging out with us. Please like our Facebook page, rate us, and be sure to tell your friends about us. You can find our previous episodes on the podcast page of outlandertravel.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We would love to hear from you. And thank you, Marcus, for joining us. It's great to talk to you. Yay. (laughs) On behalf of Donna, Elizabeth, and myself, Sandy, thank you for joining us this week. Gotta fly. (laughs) 